everyone. Welcome back to Jack's Corner, where I discuss pretty much whatever's on my mind. And it's usually related to society, culture, politics once in a while, and just world issues. Okay, um, and of course, I always keep you guys updated on what's going on with Museum Americana. That's myself, Veronica Compton-Wallace. And, um... Yeah, so let's let's talk a little bit about, let me share with you a little bit about what's going on with Veronica. Uh, she recently, in one of our previous videos on YouTube, Museum Americana, shared her, a brief part of her kidnapping when she was 10 years old. And it took a lot for her to open up about that period in her life because she was kidnapped. For a little over two years, almost two and a half years when she was 10. And it was a very traumatic period in her life. But um, she actually got to share a little bit about that. If you want to look back, two videos, you'll see that. It's Veronica Shares More Sister Me on YouTube, most recent episode. And um, what I found out recently is because I started looking to see if anyone out there is interested in purchasing Veronica's artwork because she has a big collection we found on invaluable.com Jean Mark Gallery selling her artwork and it's under Veronica Compton Wallace or Veronica Compton and he's selling and auctioning off her pieces and some of them have sold they have been auctioned off so that leads me to believe and these are her earlier pieces that there's a market for her art so I'm gonna get in contact with um, Jean Mark gallery and 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 look into this and see where we go from there but aside from that NBC uh, last year they reached out to um, Veronica and I, and they mostly reached out to Veronica, interested in doing a documentary on the Hillside Strangler, Kenneth Bianchi, and she agreed. We both interviewed for that documentary. I don't know if my portion will air when they're ready to release it. It's in production right now, but uh, I was interviewed as well with Veronica, and... Um, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to see what it's going to turn out like and how much they stick to the facts and the reality of how things happened, especially with her involvement with Kenneth Bianchi because she ended up serving 23 years in prison because of this, 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 I don't even know what to call him, but, um, yeah. A uh, long time, you guys, when she should have only served about three years. She didn't kill anyone. Look into the story and you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about. I don't want to get into it on the podcast, but um, she's also going to be doing a podcast with Lynn Fahey. And Lynn Fahey, she specializes in uh, the study of jury selection and a couple other um, areas. I know she's got some studies in criminology so she's got an interesting background and also with author 
Joe Rodada, who's author of The Watergate. I've met Joe. He's an awesome, awesome guy. Uh, I've read the book. It's very interesting. It talks about the Watergate itself. It's a residence. And uh, there's a little bit about the Watergate scandal in there, but mostly it focuses in on the people that have resided in the Watergate. Condoleezza Rice resided in the Watergate. I don't know if she still does, but... You know, he wrote about it in the book because um, he would interview people and he wrote his book on this and she would play her piano and you can hear her playing her piano um, when she would live at the Rottergate and she would have hors d'oeuvres for her guests. She never served meals, which was interesting that I found, but she did always have little hors d'oeuvres when she would play piano. But very cool, very fascinating facts about the Watergate. Um... And there's so much more. You just got to read the book. Yeah. And uh, so changing the subject, I, I want to talk just a tiny bit about the Ukraine war with Russia. First of all, I think it's wrong. I think it's an injustice. I think there's wars of crime being committed. Crimes of war being committed. Excuse me. And as a big animal lover, Veronica and I, I was just talking to her about this video that I recently saw on YouTube about these people that are going into the neighborhoods in Kiev, Ukraine, and rescuing the dogs of these homeowners that were left behind because of the war. They evacuated their residences and left their dogs behind. They couldn't carry on with their dogs. So these people have gone in and the neighbors, there's only a few people left in the city that remained after the war, during the war. They're still there. And they've decided to take on the responsibility of taking care of their neighbor's dog. So I think that's just a wonderful thing that they would do that. And these people that are with a, um, a dog rescue organization, they're going there. And they're providing food for these dogs that are also outside of their yards. But they're, they, they wait by the gates of the home. They wait by the entrances of the home for their owners to come back. But they're going to these dogs in the streets and they're feeding them. They're leaving them piles of food. And they're leaving food with the, the neighbors that stayed behind with the dogs. And the dogs that look like they need care, they take them in. And... They either wait for the owner to come back and clean the dog, or if there's a someone that's interested in adopting the dog and giving them a better life, then they can adopt the dog out. But I thought that was pretty interesting, and what an amazing cause for for dogs. Because, you know, if you guys have a dog out there, you know what your relationship is like with your dog. Uh, excuse me there, my phone's ringing. Let me go ahead and silence it. I don't want any interruptions during my podcast. Hey, thank you guys for being patient with that. So, um, yeah, if you guys have a dog out there, you know your relationship with your dog. They're your best friend. They're your guardian. They're your, your, your alarm dog. They notify you when strangers are around. And they give you a tremendous amount of joy and affection and loyalty. So, so I'm just very glad to hear that there's something being done about the animals that were left behind, like especially the dogs that were left behind. Um, and you know, 
I can't imagine having to leave and leave leaving our pets behind. So that's a pretty horrible thing to have to go through. Okay, and I'm going to keep this podcast short. Um, just recently, in my last video that I uploaded on Museum Americana Museum Diaries on YouTube, I briefly talked about the documentary that I recently watched called 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. And um, this is a documentary that's trending right now. If you have a Twitter account, you can hashtag 2,000 Mules and see hundreds and hundreds of tweets on the documentary and people's perspectives of what happened with this Um compilation of evidence of election fraud for during the uh, 2020 presidential election and these are big claims you have to watch the movie with an open mind and, and think about how they were able to retrieve all the data to pinpoint the locations that the ballot boxes were placed in And the people, by tracking their their phones and people making multiple visits to multiple ballot boxes, sometimes from county to county, sometimes from state to state, and dropping multiple ballots in these boxes and getting paid to do it, which is even worse. Now, if you're doing this to sway an election, what do you call that? Is that treason? I know it's fraud. But if you're if you're with the other party, well we have the Democrat and Republicans now that are always fighting for the presidency. So we have we have the Democrats that lost the previous election when Trump was in office and they wanted it back so bad. A lot of people wanted the Democrats to be back in office. I know that big tech is one of them, I think. And of course, I would imagine the oil industry because look at the prices of gas we're paying right now. It's ridiculous. I've never paid so much money for gas. Everything's gone up. Food, milk, eggs, cheese, everything, meat, uh, produce, everything's gone up. So inflation is up, you guys. Inflation is up. But anyhow, this this documentary, 2,000 Mules, really makes you think about the integrity of our elections here in America. To think that you can ballot harvest and then ballot box drop multiple? They found that, for example, one person... Let's call these mules because that's what they're calling them in the documentary. It's almost like a big cartel operating. Okay? So they're calling them mules. The mules harvest, they they pick up the harvested ballots from stash houses that are 501c3. They're nonprofits. They're, They're picking up these stash, these ballots from these stash houses from. And then they're being sent to different ballot boxes, a lot that didn't have cameras they were sent to. And they were being paid to do this. 
and people did it. There's one woman that was interviewed and she did it because she needed extra money for Christmas. Now, mind you, this is before election day, during election day, you know, before and during election day, the night of the election, things got really weird. I personally felt that way. The night of the election, it just got really strange. And I woke up feeling like something isn't right. Something went wrong. But anyhow, aside from that, let's look at the money. And they talk about this in the documentary, the, where the money came from. And you have money that came in from many places. There's also dark money. But let's look at the money where, where contributions were made for the election. You know, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook donated, if I'm not mistaken, $419 million to the last election. Where did that money go? Was it used to pay the mules? The mules had to be, get paid from somewhere. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? So, I would watch it. I posted in the recent video of Mother's Day because I did discuss the movie, the documentary. I did discuss it. I posted on there a link where you can watch it on BitChute in a comment. It should be the most recent comment on our recent video. You will have a link there to the 2000 Mules documentary on BitChute. Okay? So, if I know you personally, I've sent you the link via text or I've sent it to you on Instagram because I feel it's compelling enough to watch and it's eye-opening and it makes you think about what's going to change to better our elections, to improve them, to keep them from being... So, so vulnerable to fraud. We have to change the system one way or another. And that's what I want to talk about today on Jack's Corner, you guys. I hope you're doing well. Remember, we have a YouTube channel, Museum Americana. We also have a website you can go to, museumamericana.com. And we also have a Patreon account. A Patreon account, if you want to become a contributor to our production, our podcast, supplies, everything we do, equipment, please become a patron for as little as $5 a month at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Museum Americana. Okay, you guys, I hope you enjoyed your Mother's Day with your family, with your mothers. Um, we'll talk to you soon, you guys. Thanks for listening.